Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, everybody? It's your coach. Welcome back to the number one positivity podcast in the universe. The Coach HP Show. Thank you guys so much for the support. Week in and week out. The feedback, the questions, everything. Thank you so much. Lots of stuff in the works. Next following guests that are going to be on the show, it's all about golf. Golf apparel, golf concepts. So we're going to go heavy golf next few episodes. So for the golfers out there, you're going to like this. On this episode, I got my man, Joe Green. Made a mistake and called him Joe West. I thought it was West, but it's Green. Joe West was the famous MLB umpire for a real long time. But this guy is Joe Green, my man from Uncommon Golf. A lot of great things coming from from Uncommon Golf. Love the fact that the way they're looking at golf is different. In the golf ball business, they got apparel too. They got a killer. I think it's the it's the sickest golf towel I've ever seen. Real proud of the work Joe's doing and the team of Uncommon Golf. Talked about a lot of cool stuff on this show. That I recommend you guys checking out. So without further delay, in this episode of the Coach HP Show, I got my man, Joe Green. Here we go. Three, two, one, boom, and we're on with my man, Joe Joe, you got a you got an umpire name, bro. You know the umpire Joe West? You heard of him? I, I do. I know of him. I don't know him. Yes. I'm more familiar with Joe Green, the football player, though. I get that one a lot. You get that one a lot, but it's actually Joe West. Oh, the the umpire. Yeah, yeah. No, but your name, but your name. Oh, my real name is Joe Green. Oh, I don't know. Then I my brain I put West somewhere. So it's Joe Green then. Joe Green, yeah. That's why I get mean Joe Green a lot. That's a cool name, dude. Growing up, was that name that cool or no? Um, it was cool in the fact. Uh, so I'm I'm technically a second. I'm technically a junior. Legally, I'm a junior. Nice. Um, and then I uh, it, it got really cool when I turned uh, 23. I moved I moved to Columbus, Ohio, and I was in Pittsburgh all the time for work. And obviously, Joe Green playing for the Steelers. It, it got very cool, and it turned into a daily thing where I was like, okay. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Dude, I just look, I just did a, a post for you, bro. I compared this okay. versus this, right? Okay. <laughs> cause I because I know you uh that's what you say on your on your thing, right? On the website. Yeah. Okay. What a cool we got a, my, what a, yeah, yeah. Nice. What a cool packaging, huh? Yeah, I appreciate that. It there's a lot of a lot of work to come up with that packaging. How uh how do you and we'll get the story of all this to begin with. Yeah. But how did you come up with this? Was it like, we just want to be unique? We want to be different? Talk to me about that. Yeah, good question. So that, that box of title you have right there, that is what the industry standard is. 
And the reason why that exists is so that it can fit into a, into a, into a golf shop. Right. And they have preset packaging displays that all golf ball manufacturers need to kind of conform to. Right. Um, and us being a, a D2C brand, we, we didn't need to play by those rules. And um, not to mention the weird thing inside of that, that box that you were just holding up the Titleist box, you know, they have packaging inside of packaging and then you finally have the product. And we just felt like it was a complete, yeah, yeah, is, we bro. just, we just, we just felt like it was a complete waste of, of resources and not to mention anytime, not anytime, but a lot of times you got to play golf, you find those sleeves, those three packs of balls on the course. And so it was just a total waste. So we're just thinking some somewhere, some way that, that we could be different in the golf market. And the tube that you have, the black tube, we're we're kind of encouraging people to use it in different manners and methods. Like this right here sitting on my desk, same thing you have. It's full of pens and my scissors oh, and letter openers. Smart. Yeah. And then and then the uh that soft baggie right there is kind of a valuables bag. And we uh most of the there's there's a handful of guys on the team and we all kind of grew up in the action sports industry and uh you know around ski goggles and, and sunglasses, etc. And we just we wanted the package to live somewhere else other than when you pick it up and then it goes on the trash. So we're hoping that that, that our packaging kind of lives forever and I think it's doing the job. So that's kind of that's kind of story behind that. Dude, look how look how awesome it says here. It says the uncommons, pioneers and game changers. The ones who see things differently, those who go against the grain and play golf their way. How long did it take you to think of that? <laughs> well, it wasn't me. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. But uh, we were working on all of these taglines, packaging, design, et cetera. I mean, it was it was a solid just shy of two years in the making. So a long time. Joe, the so this one that I have here, I know there's a 33 and a 55. Yeah, yeah. There's two models. Yep. So this one, I believe, is the 33 that you sent me. Is that it is like a, a like a little grayish? Yeah, it's a gray tint. There's a there's a couple different colors. There's there's white, obviously a classic white. There's electric orange. There's a there's a there's a purple, and then obviously the gray one you have right there. So, um, I, you know, man, that I get a lot of questions about the color. Why we didn't do this or that color, or whatever, more high visibility, which obviously that's what the purple and the and the orange are about. But right, right. again, we just wanted to do something different that stood out in the golf market, and we didn't see we didn't see a light gray being done yet, and. Uh, something different something kind of cool so i agree man i agree and i think this you being an oakley guy this reminds me of the thing to clean the oakley glasses right yeah i've got about a hundred of them sitting right here but yeah that's <laughs> that's kind of where the idea came from um it's there's a couple guys actually are our former oakley guys and um you know we use those things every day you're wearing prescription glasses just like i am and you probably cleaned your glasses today already with that with a soft microfiber bag so we're hoping that thing you can clean your glasses with. You can hold balls. You can, there's a lot of things you can put in there. Right. So <laughs> dude, I, I, I love that, man. The Thank you. goal for this Joe, is it to end up in stores or is it just to go crazy with people buying it because they, they vibe off. Cause one of the things I like, I don't, I'm not that smart into the golf world to understand that balls performance thing. I don't know about that. You know, okay. But what I do know is that what I like about your thing already is that it comes already like marked and it's different. So I don't, you don't have to be like, Oh, what ball did I hit? Whatever that takes that out of the way. Yeah. And something else would kind of different uh, on the ball that you pointed out, grab that, 
grab that ball that you just had actually right here. I got one right here. So, you know, the one thing that, that to be USGA and RNA conforming in golf is you need to have a numerical call out to denote from my ball versus yours in competition. Mm -hmm. And instead of just labeling this uncommon one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever, bro, we're, we're always talking trash. We always got a couple line, a couple dollars on the line. And so we did, we did a dice logo on there. And that's kind of where we got that was from the craps table and uh, talking trash. And um, so that's yeah. how you that's how you uh, make the the mon the the number thing then, huh? Exactly. Yeah. So instead of just uncommon one, like you just had a titleist in there, I'm sure they say titleist one, titleist yeah, two, whatever. Just, yeah. Yeah. We just we just did something different. And why can't we do that? Why does it need to be one? Why does it need to be two? Why can't we do something different? So. Joe, I'm a Vegas guy, right? So you, oh, yeah. talk, oh, yeah. you, you talked about dice. So is that your game? Is your game craps? I like craps. Hardways, yeah. you've got to be working, man. Yeah, for sure. Do you play any other games? Um, I played the other night. I played blackjack for a bit unsuccessfully. But yeah, I, I, uh, those All are right. kind of my two games. Yeah. Let's talk blackjack here for a second. Okay. <laughs> Dealer is showing oh, boy. a face card. Or a 10, right? You okay. have 16. You hitting or you staying? I'm hitting. Always hitting. The book says to hit. So you're a by the book guy? When it comes to when it comes to blackjack, it's math, right? And right. Uh, I was horrible in math in school, but I uh, you know, you learned your lesson pretty quick in blackjack that you play by the rules and uh, you know, you you have a better outcome. You know, so do, do you play? What do you play? Do you play six deck? You play four, you play two with the with the dealer. Do you do the shoot? Talk to me. Yeah. So I'm uh, I live in Utah and gambling is is uh, pretty strictly prohibited here. So I travel a decent amount for work and for fun. So I'm I'm kind of a victim of whatever is there and whatever's there. I love I love to gamble, man. So I'm you know, I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm whatever is available. <laughs> I love it now. <laughs> Never play, try not to play. I don't know if you know this one, you might not. Try not to play the one with the machine. The one oh, with the yeah, machine. Yeah. Do you know why? Hey, inform me, Vegas guy. I'd love to hear this. Because the whole point of blackjack, mm -hmm. especially, so I knew nothing about gambling, but I started to, when I had the nightclub, all my majority of my clients were gamblers and big gamblers of the Bellagio, okay. of MGM, stuff like that. Okay. And all my big blackjack players, I learned that they would all play on a shoot. They play the shoot, the six-tech one, right? And yep. you're always looking for the run. Mm -hmm. So once that run hits is where you attack and go crazy. The golfer that doesn't know does the reverse. When they're losing is when they go big. Kind of like, yeah. oh, I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated, I'm getting the, the, the real players attack when, when they're winning. The reason why you don't want to play that machine is that machine is constantly shuffling. So you'll never get a streak. Right. Yeah. So, you, I mean, the, the randomness is kind of gone, right? If it's, the machine's doing it. That's exactly. How I feel it and you want to yeah. go the other way if you can, even though some places don't have that. But, dude, that's awesome. And Vegas got real strict with blackjack because the problem with blackjack is you can destroy a casino because you start opening up with the splits and with the doubling down and stuff. And when I was there, this was in 2000, and I was there probably 2015, 14, 
we had just gotten rid of probably the, and the wind did the same thing. The top 10 gamblers, we got rid of them. Of uh, they, because they, they were knew winning the formula, too much. They knew, yeah, 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 right. They, they were winning <laughs> too much, man. So we banned them yeah. out. We well, banned those them public, out. Publicly traded companies, man. They need yes, to, sir. They need to I'm going to take numbers. this call one second. Hold on. This might be the babysitter. Hold on one second, Joe. You know right. about yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Oh, okay. Can I call you right back? Thank you. I don't know who that was, buddy. We're gonna we're gonna continue here, dude. Bring it. You did you ever think that you'd be involved in the golf world? How you're doing now? It's for me, people that 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 this is a passion project, right? Yeah. It, it's always it's always interesting how I see them split their life in half versus their real life versus uh, an awesome thing like this. Is I think, do you ever see yourself doing something like that? Um, the the shorter answer the short answer is yes, um, and the reason why I I mean, I just I turned forty in July. And the reason why it took me as long as it did to find like a, a, a side hustle or a passion project or whatever you want to call it was, um, I, I, I was very patient with and deliberate with what I wanted to do. And I was, and, and I kind of, I kind of look at it from two angles. I, I wanted to make sure that I was doing it with the right crew. And I wanted to make sure that I was, that I was going to be passionate in what I was doing and that it was going to, that it was going to be meaningful to me um obviously on a monetary standpoint right like i think everybody's goal is to is to make some money if of you're course. if you're gonna take this on but um it's it's very fulfilling um to do this and and the most important thing is for me right now is i'm having a blast doing this and i mean this morning we were doing a photo shoot uh, later today and i'm going to play with my friends and it's cool we've got a drone hired out photographer coming in nice what i mean what else do you want out of work how much fun is oh, that huh it's a freaking blast and we're gonna we're gonna talk trash and probably get a couple dollars going on just some stupid shit and, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> dude i yeah, posted so. <laughs> i posted this picture today but i'm assuming this has to be your let me put it up again i'm assuming this has to be your crew no what you got here hold on it's like a bunch of guys in front of the in front of the thing but i'm like i'm gonna do how old's your son by the way because you have a son how old's your boy oh yeah yeah he's 10 he's 10 he's a he's a golfer he's a g he's into it. oh what's up baby oh what a bruiser Papo, is, that, is that your twin hello hello <laughs> what's his name his name is cruz he just got here from the park cruz cool cool <clears throat> you said your son was how old again he's 10 years old and he's he's into golf probably more than i am to be honest with you which really is, which is incredible to me I, I love watching him play um yeah it's it's a blast having right, him so around I, yeah i put and i want to hear way more about that this picture right here right oh yeah <laughs> that yeah, to that's me an old one that to me looks fun. It was a it was a blast. Yeah, it still is a blast. It's a daily, it's a daily. It's a day. We had a call yesterday, and the first fifteen minutes was us just talking crap and 
blowing shit to each other about how much gel we had in our hair and I was like getting ready to go to work before the call and everybody else is wearing sweats and I'm wearing virtually what I'm wearing now. So it's kind of funny, but yeah, bro, the, the guys that I know, um, the founder, his name is John. I've known him for 16 years. Um, so, you know, several of the guys I've known for years and it's, it is a good crew. It's a lot of fun. It should be that way. If not, I, I don't know why you would do it. So do you gel your hair by the way? Hell yeah. What do you put in? Let me see your hair. Oh, right now? Yeah, no, bro. I'm, I'm on that. Look at that right hair, now. buddy. That's Freshy. a great set of hair. Buddy, you thank have you, all your you. hair, man. I got all, I got hair here. I got hair there. I got. No, but I you have hair. all your hair, dude. That is awesome, Oh, man. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I lost Keeping my real, real young, bro. I lost my real young. That's why I, I got to celebrate people that have the good hair, buddy. Out of 40, yeah. come on. <laughs> all right. right, let's. You're up, bro. Let's see. No, let's bro, see what's bro. underneath Are that Are you crazy? Lid. Look at this. I've, I've lost my thing. And I even, I usually, I hit this every day so i never people never see this because i hit it with a razor and i and i wear a hat and i rarely wear hats even now it's funny you bring that up because in the in the golf world obviously now every golfer pretty much i guess it's because of the sun or the look whatever when they're outdoors they wear a hat right but when you're bald it's a mission because if i rock a hat i'm gonna get the tan and then not yeah. only am I going to get the tan, then I get the glass tan. So it's a nightmare. So I got to do like a bucket hat. So I'm trying to find a cool bucket hat that I could rock okay. while I do this stuff and this and that. But man, you're... The struggle's real, bro. For the the hey, dude, I you know that. about this, man. That. Come on, come on. <laughs> you don't got to worry several, about that. Several friends, but I can, I can see it being a real problem for sure. Listen, you don't know about that life, man. <laughs> How... Today, when you're at the photo shoot, right? Is it for a new thing? Is it for a, a product? What, what is it about? Yeah, so what we're finding, um, you know, since we're pretty much living on Instagram is the content creation wheel is never ending. And whether we use this these photos for something new or next year, or we just bank them. I and we've been, we've been doing a lot of these over the overall summer long and more or less just kind of been banking content. So um we say so answer your question it's it's more for just content creation but also something kind of cool that i'm working on is um we went through a pretty lengthy process of trying to figure out what ball we wanted to use as far as compression durability color materials etc it's it was pretty arduous task um we and I, I have a bunch of sample balls that I'm going to be playing today along with the rest of the guys. So I'm, I'm trying to make a, a, a ball that performs a little bit different. Um, so we're just trying to create something with a little more playing characteristic to it. How fun, bro. That to yeah, me. Sick. And you're playing with music and stuff and, and. Oh yeah. Always music, music on the carts, pumping. What are you time, listening yeah. to? What do you listen to when you golf? Um, <laughs> it's funny. Ranging all over the place. I've been, I've been listening to a lot of hip hop lately, like Jurassic Five, a lot of older kind of late. What are they called? Jurassic Five. Jurassic Five, yeah, bro. Never, it's like never, mid nineties, early two thousands, like hip hop, kind of, kind of a uh, Wu Tang ish. Yeah, Jurassic. You know? What's your favorite Jurassic Five song? Do you have one? It is a uh, concrete, concrete jungle. I really like that one. I think that's what uh, it's I like concrete jungle. Con and then, and then, bro, I'll, I'll completely change it up. Kind of a you know, golf is a, golf is a very superstitious thing. And I kind of have this thing where I'll change up the music completely at the turn. Ah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, just a, a new nine is a new mindset. And so I've been, it's 
funny. I, I've been playing a lot of Grateful Dead out on the golf course just to okay. completely change it up. So you go from, you know, mid nineties hip hop to like Grateful Dead, you know, total Jerry Garcia. Weird. Favorite, so I'm just, favorite I'm Grateful Dead song. What's a favorite Grateful Dead song? Um, I listened. Oh man. I love estimated profit. Uh, estimated it's a great song. Profit. You, right. you know, touch of gray. You can't, I love the, I love the classics and yeah. So it's, Joe, have you always been a Utah guy? Um, I moved here in middle school, uh, for about seven or eight years. I moved away in my early twenties and I lived in Columbus, Ohio, but I've moved in and out of Salt Lake a handful of times throughout my life. So, but so you were an Ohio guy, right? Yeah. You were born in, in Columbus. I was born in Spokane, Washington, bro. I've lived in Southern California. I lived in, in South America. I've here, Ohio. Like, Where'd you I've live in South down. America? I lived in Santiago in Chile. Entonces ahí es donde habla español un poquito. Sí, 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 yo sé, pueden hablar español, pero mi español es, es como uh, más castellano. Más, ah, más, más tipo español entonces. Sí, uh, ¿Qué quiere decir? Huevo nada. <risa> la, la cosa, mira, cuando la gente habla español, que no habla español, el, una, una cosa que hacen muy común es hablarlo bien rápido. El consejo mío, no, what I said is the, a bunch of times when people that don't know Spanish or they don't know a language, they rush it. But your Spanish is awesome, dude, and, and, it's, and you got a great tempo, so that's great, man. I'm trying to slow it down for you. And it's funny, bro, the, the Chilean Spanish is fast, very slang. It's funny if I, I, have a, I have a very good friend of mine that lives in Miami, and when I go to visit him and I'm hanging out with his friends, he's like, bro, your Spanish it's is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's terrible. <laughs> And uh, I don't know what you're saying. And I'm like, well, you, you got to hang, bro. You got to keep nah, up. Those are haters, man. Your Spanish is <laughs> oh, good yeah. enough, dude. Nah, the, the Spanish is good enough, bro. <laughs> you had your son at what age? Did you had him when you were 30? Uh, I was, yeah, I was, I was 30. We were, my wife and I, we got married young. We were married uh, about eight years when we had, yeah, after, yeah, when, when we had him. Yeah, yeah. When did he get into golf? I have some pictures of him on the range with me. He was probably one and a half, two years old, um, young. And it, and it, and it, and it wasn't the, the goal of him playing or me taking in the range was not, you know, I didn't want him. I, I, I would love to, for him to be a fantastic player, which he's turning out to be, but it was more just to get him out of the house and get right. him out of my wife's hair and so she could do her thing and work and right um you know i wanted to go hit some balls and continue to progress in my own game so yeah it's, it's awesome bro to have something like that where i can share with him and um i really really enjoy being on the course with him it's really incredible and i he's competing now bro i just walk around like i'm his caddy in his tournaments i walk around and i'm just like Look at what I've created. Look at, you know, <laughs> well, bro, I'm so stoked. Not, all right, I'm now so you're into proud. now you're into my world. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm <laughs> caddying and I'm mindset coach of some of the top junior golfers now in the country. Right, some dudes that are doing really, really, really good. Ages eleven, nine, seven, one. There, right, and I'm speaking at my first golf thing on. On Saturday morning, on Saturday morning, what okay. what challenges do you see your son having while he's playing, and how do you deal with that? 
Yeah, good question. Um, I would say the hardest thing for him that I'm constantly cool, trying to cool him down is his expectations are, are through the roof. And he just keeping him in check and realizing that, you know, he's going to, he's going to have a bad hole. And, you know, he, he watches a lot of golf with me and he expects that he can hit his driver, you know, as far as Rory or as far as Tiger or anybody else. And so, you know, it's funny because his game kind of, the more and more I play with him, his game kind of mimics mine and his attitude kind of mimics mine, if I'm being totally honest with you. And so the challenge is just keeping his expectations in check, but that's also one of my biggest things, right? Like I need to realize that I'm, I'm not going to be on the PGA tour. Um, and my, and the biggest thing for him too, bro, is I want him to have fun while he's doing it. And I need, he needs to realize that, that this is a fun thing for him to do. Um, it's, it's great exercise. It's, it's, it's a, it's a good, uh, it's a good test of your mental capacity. And, but that's, that's not what I'm talking to him about right now at all in the golf course. I just want him to realize that this is a fun thing for him to do get outside and hang with me. So keeping real, real, you know, realistic expectations is, is hard because he wants to just, he's extremely competitive and he wants to win and he wants to grind and kick everybody's ass, but it's not what it's really about. It's about kicking your own ass. <laughs> I love that. Now, one of the things that, that, that I talk about in the show a lot is you're, you either imitate your dad or you do the opposite, right? You That's now, you, you said he imitated you. How's your relationship with Pops? Is it good? Is it so-so? How are you guys character-wise? We're digging deep here. So, unfortunately, my dad passed away a couple of years ago. Um, it's my my dad my dad's uh, relationship before he passed away was actually at the time it was actually pretty good. Um, and growing up, my dad did the exact same thing I did now. My heart, my hobbies mimic him, and right. And, and when he was 40, I was doing, I'm doing the same thing he was at the age. No so, um, and I remember thinking when I was a kid, like, I'm going to do totally, I'm going to do different things than him because what he does golf, like that's an old man sport, you know, um, he, my dad wasn't, was an avid skier and he, his style was totally different than mine, but now I'm, I'm you know, pedaling back the, the, uh, the extreme part of it where I just want to have fun and get good right. snow, et cetera. And so. Um, my dad, my dad traveled extensively. My dad spoke great English. Um, my dad worked a lot internationally and traveled his, his ass off. And so, um, yeah, I, at the, yeah, answer your question. It was, uh, yeah. It, when, when he passed away, we were in, yeah, we, we had a great relationship to be honest with you. And, and did he pass away all of a sudden? Was it something tragic? It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was sudden. Yep. How'd you deal with that dude? Um, so my dad was a, my dad was a pilot. He actually passed away in a car crash or in, sorry, in a, in a plane crash. And, um, it was, it was very difficult, of course, for, for obvious reasons, but my dad, my dad got his pilot's license the day before he got his driver's license. And, um, he flew my entire life for fun. He did it for a hobby. And then later in his life, he did it, uh, as a profession. And the running joke was if he ever had a, a bad incident or an accident or anything along those lines was, you know, if I'm going to go, it's going to go in an airplane. 
And yeah. so I, I took, I took a lot of, I took a lot of comfort in the fact that he passed away um, exactly how he thought he was going to go. And the fact that it was, that it was, um, that it was, it was quick. There was no, I mean, it was fast. Um, Are you an only child? No, I have three younger brothers. So you're four. Four deep, bro. It's, Dude, yeah, it was, it was heavy. And you're, and you're like the lead guy, right? So you're the older one. So you're like the man. Try to be. Yeah. I, the, the three younger ones, you know, four boys, everybody's trying to run the show at the same time. So, oh, but yeah, I'm, I'm the oldest one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, dude, good for you, man, that you're able to, and you miss him? You miss Pops? Yeah, I, I do, I do, I do. Yeah, I, um, I, 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 the older I get, the more that I wish he was around to hang with my son and to learn, you know, experiences and um, influence. And my dad just, my dad, like I said, my dad was a, was a pretty well-traveled guy. And it's hard to say, you, you've lived all over the place. I got a little bit of your backstory and Bro, you the the experiences and the, and the knowledge you gave from traveling and living different places and meeting people is invaluable. And my dad had a lot of he had a lot to give in that in that in that aspect. And I think that my son would have really benefited from from knowing him and and, and learning from his experiences. You know, so. Dude, see, so that, look how crazy life is, right? So I'm the complete oh. I'm the complete reverse. Okay. Like I. My dad prepared me to do everything, prepared me mm -hmm. for everything like, like a champ, except to deal with him, right? Mm -hmm. We never went anywhere. All okay. we did was practice baseball 24-7. Okay. There's a field by the house, probably like five minutes away, and mm -hmm. that was our life. We went one time to Disney World in 1983. Okay. So half the characters didn't even exist. <laughs> and I was like, man, when I get older, I'm going to do everything the completely opposite of this guy. Like, right. I just, I don't know how he chose to live that way or that. And my dad. Are, are you an only child? No, I have a sister. Okay. I have an older sister. And my dad, here's the catch though. My dad's the youngest of 15 kids. Whoa. So he was born last one in communist Cuba. His dad died when he was eight years old. So he struggled with a lot of stuff and such. And as I analyze him and I talk to this with people on the show, we're talking about, I've had these conversations with George Lopez, Andrew Schultz, like uh, Gary Vee, like just a lot of people. And as I talk to, as I think of my dad and I talk to more people, I go, look how ironic my dad lived his whole life for this moment right now. He always talked about being a grandfather, always. And he made decisions, whether good or bad, for that moment. Okay. After 30 years, my mom divorced him. And it's rare that a woman leaves a guy after 30 years for not cheating, not an addiction, just, just, by, just, just his attitude, man. Just a bad attitude, violent guy when he got there. And I, I saw it, I have, people always ask me the reason why I don't drink. And I never thought, I never put the correlation that it was because of my dad drinking that was an alcoholic or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the irony of life is, and this is why a conversation with a guy like you is so important. And I'm going to talk about this. Every time I speak to parents, I talk to them about this. I tell them, I go, look at the irony of life. My dad's whole dream was to be a grandfather. 
Okay. House paid off to play with his grandkids and that whole thing, right? My dad hasn't spoken to my sister probably like in 12 years. He doesn't know his grandkids on her side. He doesn't know her two kids, right? I haven't spoken to him probably like in four years. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know this dude that I just put here. He doesn't know him, right? And it's all because of his attitude, man. And mm-hmm. what I tell parents, especially now, golf parents, because there's a difference between baseball parents and golf parents that I didn't know existed. You mm-hmm. said it. If you're a baseball dad, at worst, you're going to be coaching third base or first base and you're screaming at your kid from there, whatever, but there's still a little bit of distance and your kid gets a break from you at some point. If he goes to play center field, you can't run over there with him in center field, right? Well, they can. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you see it, yeah. <laughs> no, but you can't be in play. Because right, right. you're, you're interrupting the field. But yeah. in golf is different. In golf, oh, yeah. because you're a caddy, bro, you're there 24-7, dude. So that's why it's so interesting that you say, dude, my son plays exactly like me. Because then you kind of have to be a therapist mm-hmm. more than a caddy. Because you see it when he's like, oh, he's going cold red over here. Oh, we're going to lose him. We're going to lose him. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you do on the course? When you see him go code red, right? That that's coming. Yeah. What's your go-to move? Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you uh, what, the, the first one of the first times I took him out to go play nine holes, I had to lay a little bit of little bit of groundwork, a little bit of foundation as to how the day was going to go. Right, bro. I brought water bottles. I brought snacks. I brought you know made sure that at the time we were living in Ohio, it wasn't too hot and, and muggy. And I told him, I said it. I said, if you, if you cry or if you're not having fun for whatever reason, we're done, <laughs> we're, we're done. We're just, we're just going to leave because it's not, that's not what this is intended to be. And, and I don't want that to sound too harsh, but that's kind of just that for, for my own mental capacity, <laughs> Right. nothing worse is having a screaming four-year-old or five-year-old out on the golf course, <laughs> you absolutely, know, they absolutely. missed the butt. Absolutely. Um, so that's, that's the number one, that's the number one rule. And he, he has an amazing temperament on the golf course and I've actually learned, I've learned a lot about my game to be honest. This sounds extremely corny, but just from watching him and um, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a quick story from, from a tournament that we played last year. And you'll actually be able to appreciate this just because of your coaching all these kids. We were at a tournament here in Utah and um, his playing partner was, was having a really bad day. And we've played with this kid before. I, I hadn't played with him, but I'd seen him on the, on the range a time or two at different tournaments. And this kid had an amazing swing and he had this, the equipment he had was pretty mind blowing. Like the, the expenditure that went into it. Well, we got partnered up with him and his dad. And by the third hole, he and his dad, I mean, were going at it. Well, like yeah. they were fighting like adults and his dad was cussing at him. And this, this kid's nine, 10 years old at the time. And then the kids started to cry and bro is a full blown breakdown. Wow. It, it was just amazing to me. And I couldn't believe and that the dad was, was, was very unaware that he, what he was causing, not only to his son, but also to the rest of, of the tournament. And, and my son was just looking at it, just like, what is going on over there? He, it, it was almost like a kind of, it was kind of a, an awakening for he and I, like, okay, we're in this together. 
And that's, you, you know, you, you learn, you learn a lot what not to do from other people. It's always been something I've thought and my dad always, always preached it as well. And that was exactly what I did not want uh, to happen ever on the golf course for me or for my son or for a relationship. Um, and it was a very, very hard thing to see, watch this, watch this, this incident go down. And it was ironic because I saw them at another golf course. I was playing at a club with a friend of mine that, that same summer and I saw them on the range and bro, they were going at it there too. It was totally random. We just saw them at another golf course and That's they were crazy. I just couldn't believe like from a, from a fatherly perspective, how do you let that thing how, how do you let that get that out of control? You know what it is a lot of times, man? It's crazy to me. You know what it is a lot of times? A combination of a lot of things. And I had this happen with somebody the other day. His, uh, his son does good with everybody except with him when he caddies. And they, when a parent, see, your son is never going to know how hard you worked for him. Yeah. How hard you worried about him how hard it was that you sacrificed maybe well, i'm gonna get him this driver or i'm gonna get him this coach and i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna get this coach a second time and i'm gonna get this coach a third time so yeah. the the pressure of that they don't know right and a mistake a lot of parents make is you're ungrateful i got all this stuff for you look at you i'm here most dads aren't even here with their kids you should right. The problem is when you train kids or work with kids, we, me, you, coaches, parents are the jockeys. The kids are the horses. You okay. can have the goat jockey of all time, the best. Whoever he is, let's get him. If the horse don't run, we're not moving. Yeah. And you have to find every time you go out there a way to go from being a 40-year-old to try your best to think like a 20 year old in 2021, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of energy. You it's, know? And, um, it's the you thing. Gotta, you got to stay positive. You, because if they, if they see a chink in that armor and they see you let your guard down, they're like, well, he doesn't care. I don't care. I don't care. It's here, the matrix, so, bro. It's the yeah. matrix. And the problem is you got to have to have just, short-term memory and i always uh i always tell my parents i will listen write down after everything don't explode take it easy write down what you saw and you as a coach or as a dad that's a coach be excited to work on the things that you see the failure mm -hmm. be excited about that and don't celebrate so much the great stuff because then what happens is if you go in that roller coaster of emotion, when you go so high, you're going to be really up. And when you go low, you go really low. Right. You got to stay even keel. And then after, like you said, bro, celebrate the experience, celebrate the journey, celebrate that it was a, like I see on your, on your picture, celebrate that it was a cloudy day with the red leaves because it's fall. Right. Yeah. We, obviously we don't have that. So we celebrate a different thing. You know what I mean? Right. And I think yeah. that's what, parents forget to notice man yeah yeah they the expectations are that um from a lot of parents um are that it should be a win it should be the effort should equal the output and that's not it's ten it's a 10 year old yeah man. you know i'm not it's it, i'm not I'm, I'm not i'm not coaching or working with it with the pga professional 
it's, it's, it's different, you know, and, and the mindset needs to be different as well. So, and, and just managing expectations. I think that's the biggest thing for, for, for everybody, eyes, right? for everybody, like, for everybody. Look, the, the expectation is that I want you to improve because I want to improve in my game. I want you to, uh, I want you to have fun and um, don't worry about anything else just because that if you're having fun and, and you're progressing, there's, there's going to be good things that come out of that for sure. So do you coach him yourself? Um, we, I, I, I do about half the time. He does have a swing coach. Yes, yeah. It's a, okay. He's a teaching professional here in Utah. Great guy. He actually reminds me probably that some candy. You guys look so much alike. It's really wild. That must be um, a real ugly dude though. Don't kill him like that, man. <laughs> Don't kill him like that. Come on. Yeah. He, he's going to probably roast me for saying this, but, uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a great guy. And, um, I, I got to tell you when the first time we spoke on the phone, um, you told me that, that you were the kid whisperer. Yeah. And it reminded me of my buddy who uh who coaches my son Bodie. Bro, they don't even really talk about golf when they're out there just playing. And I've and I've watched a lot. They just talk about like uh oh, I really like the color of that, you know, of 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 that Lamborghini I saw the other day. Bro, they're just they're talking about everything else and and you know, and then when he hits a shot, he's like, Oh, sick one, fist bump, moving on. So anyway, how about, uh, are you a jazz fan? You like the, you know, they're just, he, he subliminally peppers in golf, even though that's activity that they're doing. And I would assume from, from what you're telling me, it seems like that's kind of what you do is, um, you know, you, it can't just be all golf, grind, 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 or baseball, grind, grind, grind. It's, you have to, it has to be fun for the kids, right? Like that's what they want to do is my fun, my son wants to have fun 24 <laughs> seven. Which is why, and I agree, which is why a company like what you guys started, I, I want to support and get behind because the last time that I played golf mm-hmm. was when I was in Vegas, right? And I was a member yeah. of TPC Summerlin and golf was down. Like nobody's playing golf anymore. Yeah. The whole Tiger thing you came. Were, it went. You were there 07, 08, right? No, 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 no. I was there. No, this is 2011, 12, oh, okay. 13, 14. Okay. okay. And I first played Shadow Creek with Michael Jordan, like I told you with MJ. And I was cool. like, I was, this is a heaven, man. I was the best at the Jordan Classic. But I was playing at TPC Summer and stuff like that. And I was looking at the sport and it wasn't what it's now, man. Because now, not only did I notice, and obviously the cor- golf won the coronavirus, for sure. Like everybody's talking about. But I started to see all these cool brands and these cool Instagram accounts that are coming up that are, I was like, whoa, man, this, this is what I'm talking about. And I think if we can, especially with kids, because as a man, now you understand as a 40 year old man, that the key is commitment, that if you're committed to something and willing to fail and stick with it, uh, unless it's physically impossible, you Mm -hmm. will, you will do it. Now you're not going to be the best of it, but you're going to do it or die trying. And Mm -hmm. What I see in, in you now and what this is and what this brings to the game is the same thing, man. It's the same thing. Do you feel that or no? Oh, I definitely do. hundred percent. Yeah. There's, there's no, there's no doubt about it. Um, I'm, I'm having fun with it. I'm enjoying it. I'm engaged in it. Um, and I, you know, I, I just, just like my son, I, I think uncommon is, uh, it, it really mimics mimics my attitude towards what I'm doing in, with this business adventure and also 
um, with my son as well. And with my wife too, you know, <laughs> you only yeah. have one kid. Yeah. You're going to go for more. Or are you done? I don't think so. I think we're, we're done. My wife comes from a large family. I obviously come from a large family and, um, yeah, I think, I think we're done. I think we're good. Expense. It's too expensive, bro. No, <laughs> no, no, it's not the expensive part. is not the problem. The, the problem oh, no, is the time part. The time part is that it gets, that gets so tricky. Joe, are you growing a mustache? I have a mustache. You all have, that's a legit mustache. Oh, this is, yeah. And it's, this is currently trimmed up too. This is a, this is a new thing. So what'd you trim it down to? What did you use? Like a one? Uh, well, I don't, I didn't use a number thing. It was just, it was, Scissors? you know, where it was like, yeah, I did, well, I took like a beard trimmer, you know, and just kind of nice. got it off my, got it off my face a little bit. It got a little, little so absurd you, there for you, a bit. You rock, you rock a Mustang all the time? Um, uh, a, a mustache, not a mustache, a, a mustache. I, yeah, bro. I drive a must. I drive a Mustang with the top back, clubs in the back, hair flowing. <laughs> um, I have had this off and on for about a year and a half. So I don't know if it's going to stay. I don't know if it's gonna, there's no commitment to it. It's just kind of a goofy thing. I don't know. I love having it, bro. fun, bro. Having fun with that, dude. You got to enjoy it. You kidding me? You got to enjoy it. Yeah. A couple absolutely. more questions. Do a couple more questions. Yeah. Bring it. The the experience of playing golf in different places, man. How awesome is that, huh? It's incredible. I, um, I was actually talking to, uh, the owner of flyers club. I don't know if you've had a chance to, to dive no, into that brand at all, bro. You got to check these guys out. They yeah. do incredible. They create incredible experiences all over the world. Nice. And he, he said something to me that kind of stuck with me about golf. He goes, he goes, you know, I can go to Rio. I can go to Madrid. I can go to LA and go play basketball. And it's going to be the exact same dimensions, the same ball, the same hoop. It's built on the, it's built on certain parameters. The same thing is to can be said with with all of your traditional stick and ball sports, right? Football, um, baseball, et cetera. And golf changes every single swing, every single round. Regardless if you play the same golf course, you're rarely ever going to get the same shot, even if you put it in the same place because of temperature and wind and your mental state, how many beers you've had. No, I'm joking. It's, yeah, whatever, it's, uh, whatever it is. Yeah, it, 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 is. Cha it changes every single time, um, no matter what you're doing. And I, and I love, I really, really uh, respect that part of the game. It's hard. I, I agree, dude. I agree. And well, also another thing that I started to, to notice was the emergence of golf clubs, like club club, not clubs that you swing, but just like golf, like, like social clubs around golf which I yeah. think is really cool, man. Are you involved with any of that? Do you know of any of that in your area? Do you do that? You mean, am I a member of a club? No, not like, not like a club. Like, Hey, I go to a, like, like the old school way. I mean, almost oh, yeah, like yeah. the new school way. Like, like, like random a, golf club, like random golf club or yeah. my boy that has a Tropicana golf oh, club, you, you know, Bro, that guy's killing it right now. He's <laughs> <laughs> my man, Jerry, who's Cuban, and he told me the, and he's so funny. So in in December, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I almost have it down to it. So I'm gonna go to Austin and have uh, Eric on from Brandon Golf Club. Cool. And then I'm gonna go to uh, I don't know if he's I think he's in Glendale, bro, somewhere a little bit north of Covina or something. I'm gonna do uh, Jimmy and uh, Manolo from cool. from Tropicana, right? Yeah. Different vibes. But everything just seems so fun, man. 
do you are you doing that anything up there do you see anything of that in utah up there we do see it um and it's interesting bro because um you know when when we started this thing we we actually talked in depth about doing a podcast doing what you're doing and right and uh we we what we really struggled with was and kind of the nail the the death the death or the nail of, of the whole thing was was the time commitment and and where do we where do we put our eggs in the basket so we're trying to launch a business we're trying to you know figure out financing we're trying to build a good ball golf ball package, i got the answer for you i got the answer for you i got the answer for you you ready this what? is what you do this is what you do how do you do it i'm gonna tell you how i do it i'm gonna tell you look listen as i'm yeah. sitting here right now right let me tell you uh, buddy if i tell you the activities that are going on around me you have no idea my wife who's getting coloring done in her hair is texting me i got i got a babysitter over here i got one coming in i got my wife texting me over here that the, oh, yeah. did the food get there for the kid this is it you know what you do you just do just oh, yeah. like you just, have, so yeah. what i would but this is what i would do in your guys case because you, you don't have a podcast yet, right not no not yet i'm not sure if we're ever gonna do okay it. Anyway. this is this is what i would do because you don't understand how cool you are because you hang out with you a lot of times and you're like a, you're like a cool dude. Usually cool dudes are like, bro, I got nothing to say. I'm like a normal guy. You know, I'm not, it's not going to be appealing, whatever. Right. But people are curious mm-hmm. with other people. And they're really curious about people that are doing good stuff and have cool things. Yeah. Like I appreciate you. that. So what I think you should do is, is this every time you meet, like how awesome would it have been that meeting that I showed you in that post? Mm-hmm. That's the podcast. And then obviously when you're talking about financials or something serious, just edit it out. So right. that's yeah. uncommon and do one episode a week. So that way uh-huh. you don't go too crazy. Uncommon right. golf, the podcast, you already got badass logo. So that's the logo. That's the thing. And you sit there with your three boys and you talk about the design of, okay, guys. So tomorrow, so this is what I would do. All right, Joe. So, Let's talk about ball. What do you like about this new ball? What are you trying to do with the new one? Because I know this is the one we have now. What are you trying to do? And you mm-hmm. talk about that. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it just, to your point, it really just came down to bandwidth, to be honest with you. And, nah, uh, you just now. Oh, you just I, know, I, know, I know. You I just, know, I know. Now, what you're doing with your creating. pictures, listen, what you're doing with your pictures, you're doing pro stuff. That takes time and that's expensive. You're like, you have legit awesome time. But that's if you if listen, bro. And I'm I'm how many members do you have? Three of there's six of us, six owners or leaders. Yeah, let's, six guys. Yeah. Let's say you hired the seventh Cuban. I'm the Cuban consultant that comes in, right? Right, right. And I just see the potential. I go, listen, dudes, this is what we're gonna do, okay? Mm-hmm. You're gonna we're gonna talk and we're gonna make this as least production bandwidth as possible. I'm literally gonna record it, and then after we're done. If somebody says anything risque, well, I'm going to edit it off. Somebody doesn't want it. Somebody whatever. And then I'm going to slap the uncommon branding on it. And I'm mm-hmm. just going to do this. What's up, guys? Joe here. Uncommon Golf, episode 54. Today, we just talk shit. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, right. That's no, it. I hear you. I hear you. We, it, I, think, I think it will happen. We, we it has to happen. To it. No, it has we, to happen. You have to drop it. You have to drop it. Like next week, you got to talk to the guys today. I say, listen, guys, we got to talk here. I just crushed the Coach HP show. <laughs> and I am a podcaster. We all are podcasters. And we're going right. <laughs> to, it reminds me a lot, man, a lot of 
And I did a post with him that he actually talked good about me the other day um, with Evan Hay for a Black Rifle Coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now he, he has tremendous resources because they're incredibly successful. So he has top of the line stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But he has a podcast called, it's, it's, it's around the military. But dude, he's had a million people. I'm going to be on it soon. He has people of everything. Yeah, that's, that's what you do. And just, just getting out there and just talking about just getting out and everything. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Right. And t- yeah. talk about uncommon. Talk about this. Talk about that. And where the winner is, and I tell this to people, is let's say you want to. This is an example here. Let's say your dreams to get into Dick Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. Let's say you've emailed, gone to Pittsburgh, whatever, the CEO of Dick's that you found out. Well, I think it's a woman she's a golfer or her kid's a golfer and, but you'll know it's very hard to get there but if you got the uncommon podcast mm-hmm. and you shoot out an invite hey we heard you're a great golfer coincidentally we started because we feel that the original thing more norman the original player i think what was the autistic yeah right but what if she has a kid that's autistic and the connection like, yeah that's that's what you that's what you're not getting yeah. On, on a big level. Right? right. And then all of a sudden people are going to be like, wow, how did uncommon get into dicks? Well, let me oh, tell you I, 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 I think that on podcasts, I think that the connection that people are looking for is the connection with the person, right? The authenticity, um, you know, ta- obviously this, the podcast right now is obviously premised around uncommon, right? And me talking about golf. Yeah. Ball, hell yeah. Bro, bro, you, you completely, um, and I, and I appreciate you doing this. You kind of caught me off guard with talking about more of my family and my dad. Um, and, because that's and what I care that. about. Because no, that's and, what and I, I care and about. I, and I appreciate that. <laughs> and I think that I think that that's what people are really looking for, right? Instead of me just like, hey, my ball, the golf balls come in 12-pack and they're $40. You know, this isn't a commercial, right? This is no, this, no. This is us just talking, talking about life and family and, and sprinkling some golf. And by the way, it's uncommon too. So that's um, the thing. Yeah, and, no, I, I, and I appreciate that. You got the, you already got, Bro, you already got so many things mm-hmm. going for you that the average person that's starting a podcast or thinking about it doesn't have. Like yeah. you guys are legit. And thank you. If you talk about Oakley, you talk about Oakley. As long as right. it's a positive thing, right? We're we're all Oakley guys here. It's almost it is so cool. Like I look at you guys like almost being ex Google guys or ex Apple guys. You know what I'm saying? And it makes it sexier. It makes it like, ooh, they took the formula and these are like, oh, these guys are, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's cool stuff, man. Especially that you're not competing against anybody. You're, you're, you're in a lane of, of, a, of a vibe, of a thing that, look, man, not all of us are the same. We're different. But we all want to have fun. At the end of the day, I don't care if you're the most competitive Michael Jordan, the most competitive guy in the world, if being a competitor wasn't fun, he wouldn't do it. If trying to right. win wasn't fun. And I think that's the vibe, man, that, that you have. And that's why I push the podcast because you know what's going to happen? At some point, when you do the podcast, it's going to be feel so good and you're going to connect with so many people that all of a sudden you guys are going to say, you know what, fuck it. We're going to hire some people are going to do this right also. Because if I know anything of the uncommon way mm-hmm. is that you guys don't cut corners. Right. No, we don't. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. But that is also what, what stops you is because you're like, oh, if I do it, I want to do it a certain way. Yeah, bro. But you've already been so official 
mm-hmm. that anything else you do stays under the official thing as long as the audio is not like right yeah you got dog bark in the background yeah or there's a baby you know mid podcast oh big podcast <laughs> a podcaster pulls his younger son and says listen bro <laughs> here you go man you know what i'm saying that stops the whole thing but that's it. the beauty of 20 that's why nobody's watching tv anymore except sports because people got tired of hey guys how are you joe here welcome back joe how's it yeah. been today oh my god it's Jeez. so crazy all cheesy and yeah it's all yeah. cheesy and bullshit so yeah. this right which is again it fits your brand perfectly bro so i yeah. i think you guys uh should do that did you ever play baseball or no I played a little bit growing up. Yeah. Actually, my, my dad, my dad went to, uh, he went to school in Southern California. He actually played, um, he played, he was a catcher, um, uh, for, I think it was Long Beach state actually he was a catcher for, it, and I think he went on a partial scholarship. So my Dude, dad, that, grew up, that's my dad grew up playing a ton of baseball. That, that's a legit school, bro. That yeah. Is, bro. He grew up. I, Oh, yeah, peace. oh wow that's beautiful see the logos some really cool stuff yeah that's sick. see the customizing of the logo see it up there yeah 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 i love it Buddy, yeah, my dad grew up my dad grew up in santa barbara across the street from johnny bench and so my dad my dad was was a big baseball fan and it's always interesting to me that i that he didn't push that more on me you know but anyway because it because he knows uh it's it's frustrating bro baseball is like it's it's like it's, <laughs> it's like no other dude it's like no other man <laughs> joe you know what you're the man dude before i let you go i I'm so, I don't know you that much, but it's like I do. I'm so proud of what you've done. I'm, I'm happy that you took a tragedy that happened to the old man and you're making it positive every day without even you knowing it, right? Mm-hmm. Because what happens to us, man, especially when we're winning in life, is that we forget the small victories. And we're always like, we take things maybe for granted, like, oh, you know, and, and I like that you're spending time with your son that you're learning you're making moves and and dude that makes me that makes me real happy for for you and your relationship too before i let you go man any questions for me anything i can help you with a podcast <laughs> ask a question yeah. bro what do you need talk, talk to me oh no let's uh i i try i think you'd be a great front man for the uncommon podcast it's uh bro, I, I love your energy i love the Again, I, I've, I've, my one big turnoff with podcasts is they sometimes come across unauthentic. And I feel like, you know, somebody is reading a piece of paper with, you know, a couple of questions and, you know, you kind of spin off of that. And um, I, I love the, I, I love how genuine you are. I love the, the positivity that you bring. And bro, we've talked a couple of times now and your, your messaging to me is consistent across the board. And I love the advice and it's nothing it's nothing too pushy. You're just trying to, bro, I, I can only imagine if, if I lived in Miami or lived in, you lived in Utah, we would just put, you would be pushing me 24 seven to be the better Joe. Yeah, and, yeah, and I love that about it. you, bro. Yeah. That's, that's huge. So, and I really appreciate you, uh, you inviting me on and, and reaching out. And this is, this means the world to me. So I appreciate it. Dude. I think I, I, I you're welcome. I think you should do more. I think you should do DMS to people say, look, man, this is who we are. We, and I looked at when, when I looked at the, and I know, let me, let me look at time. Cause I know you got to end. Oh shit. We went over. No, uh, we went over, but we're good. I'm, okay. I'm getting yelled at in the background. Okay. Care. So one thing I tried to do was I tried to imitate the YouTubers. Okay. The YouTubers all collaborated together. If you look at that original Viners, 
mm-hmm. came out of there. Logan Paul, King Batch, Lele Pond, all these people, they worked together. When I started to come up in the baseball world and in the social world, I didn't see that. I saw people that were like, oh, and nobody was really doing this. I just saw people, I saw a couple accounts were doing very good because their kids kind of got attention, but I saw nobody doing this. And as I tried to build that with some people, I just saw a lot of hating and a lot of like people that really didn't want to work or whatever. When I looked at the golf world, I looked at it differently. I was like, and what I noticed is in behind baseball is a lot of frustration for a million reasons, mm-hmm. but golf doesn't have that. Golf has a lot of pleasantness around it other than the parents with the young kids. Right. So I yeah. am like, fuck dude, we got to embrace that. We got to put that together. So dude, I'm super happy about that. You know what I am going to ask of you, bro, that I, I tried to get it, but I'm, so I'm going to build, I don't have it yet, but I'm building mm-hmm. a bag, like a legit bag. Okay. I need the uncommon towel. That towel, do you, do you have those towels? Yeah, we do. They're actually selling pretty well, but yeah, we can we can get you one. That's easy. Can you get me, bro, those towels are sick, dude. Because I'm gonna get a white bag, and I love the contradiction of how they pop. Cool. Yeah, so we can do that. Yeah. You gotta get me one of those, bro, and one of those black hats too. By the way, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go all out on you, bro. You because <laughs> and then I'm gonna use. You got me. I'm gonna buy your balls. So when cool. we play, we were getting this right now. Once I'm done with these, when I play, we're gonna use the uncommon ones. Cool. I appreciate it. Yeah. And you can, uh, for everybody who was watching this, go to uncommon.golf and uh, check it out. Give us a, give us a like and a follow. Even if you don't buy stuff, just, just follow us. I think that, I think that uh, our story will resonate with people and um, just having fun with golf is what we're about and playing your own way and uh, being authentic is important to us and it should be to you as well. So. Yes. And if you're listening to this and you do that, please comment, DM him, comment, say, Joe, we need you more content of you speaking Yes, these beautiful, <laughs> these beautiful oh, posts we that we what do with word. the music. He just posts with the music. It's so <laughs> sexy. Everybody's happy. But I want yeah. Joe talking about him and himself and his team and his whole thing, dude. My man, hold on. There it is. Big shout out to you for sticking around the whole episode. We're getting more official with these. We're getting more, more awesome. Let's leave it at that. These things are getting more awesome. I love doing these for you guys. Any questions on anything, hit me up at Coach HP on Instagram. DM me any questions. The Coach HP at gmail.com on email. Check out the YouTube at Coach HP also. This is all for you guys. Thank you again. Remember, at the end of the day, no matter what happens, you keep going hard and do your thing. 